Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey guys, this is Chris. Thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, to be still, and to be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. God, the source of eternal light, shed forth your unending light upon us who watch for you, that our lips may praise you, our lives may bless you, and our worship today gives you glory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Today we're gonna be reading from Matthew 28. Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary who went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen. As he said, Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. And while they were going, behold, some of the guard went into the city and told the chief priest all that had taken place. And when they had assembled with the elders and taken counsel, 
they gave a sufficient sum of money to the soldiers and said, Tell people, his disciples came by night and stole him away while we were asleep. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. But behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'm not sure what all the guards at the tomb of Jesus saw at his resurrection, but they saw enough to cause them to shake with fear and become as still as someone who is dead. They were terrified. At the least, they saw an angel of the Lord descending from heaven and rolling away the stone from the entrance of the tomb. Now we can speculate as to whether or not they heard the pronouncement from the angel to the women who were visiting Jesus' tomb that he has risen, and maybe even saw the resurrected Savior themselves. Either way, some of the guards reported what had taken place to the chief priest who, by Pilate's authority, had set the guards at the tomb to ensure the body of Jesus would remain securely inside. Obviously, the body of Jesus did not remain securely inside, while the guards also witnessed enough to terrify them. After hearing this account, the chief priests were not moved to believe and showed no signs of struggling with curiosity. They doubled down on their efforts to keep any claim of Christ's resurrection silent. They told the guards to outright lie, saying that the body of Jesus was stolen by his disciples while the guards were sleeping. The guards were giving a sufficient sum of money to go along. At this, you might think the guards would say, well, we can't unsee what we have seen. Uh, we sure can't keep silent about it. On the contrary, they did go along. They took the money and proclaimed a false story, one that spread. Maybe it was the fear of death for failure of their duty that caused the guards to go along with the direction of the chief priest in order to be kept out of trouble. It's crazy to think that even the experience the guards faced regarding the events of Jesus' resurrection will not ensure someone admitting to it or keep someone from doubting. Even some who saw Jesus' resurrected body doubted. Uh, Matthew twenty-eight seventeen said, And when they saw him, they worshipped him but some doubted. The gospel, according to Luke chapter 24, shares Jesus after his resurrection, asking his disciples, why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Others have struggled with admitting what they have experienced. Even the disciples of Jesus doubted at times. So a question for us to consider is, where do we struggle with admitting the experiences of Christ's presence in our own lives? 
What do we do with the doubts that arise in our hearts? Father, help us to bear witness of Jesus. Help us in both our struggles and our doubts. We say like the father of whose child you healed, I believe, help my unbelief. Increase our faith, Lord. Cause us to worship you sincerely and to proclaim you with no worry of what consequence might come. You are risen, Jesus. To you be glory, O God, forever and ever. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.